Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. With former Blues superstar defenseman Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Happy to be joined by Jerry Royce joining us here on 101 ESPN, a 22-year MLB veteran, two-time All-Star, a World Series champion, and a teammate of the late, great Bob Gibson as well. Jerry Royce joining us here on 101 ESPN. Jerry, thanks so much for the time today. How are you doing? Everything is good. Hi, Brandon, Jamie, and Alex. Well, thank you for uh, hopping on with us today. Let's start with your your time with Bob Gibson in the early 70s here on this Cardinals team. What was it like to pitch in the same rotation as one of the best pitchers of all time in Bob Gibson? Well, that's a tough question to answer, but I have to go back a little bit before that to spring training of 1969. That was after the Cardinals had won the world championship in 67, just missed in 68. And then in 68, you know, the great season that Bob had, uh, probably the best season that a pitcher could ever have. So you couple all that together, you place a 19-year-old just less than two years out of high school, just a few lockers away. You can imagine the awe that I was encircled in around Gibson and Carlton and all of the other greats that led the Cardinals to World Series in 64, 67, and in 1968. Uh, little did I know that later on that year I'd get my first big league start and then come up to the Cardinals for the remainder of the year in 1970. That's when I joined the rotation. Uh, by this time, Gibson had not only established himself but was on his way to a Hall of Fame career. Steve Carlton was part of that rotation as well. In 70, he had an off year. Uh, I can't remember the exact year. He almost lost 20 games, or he did. And then he come, came back and had a great season and got into a salary dispute with owner Augie Bush. Mike Therese was also part of that pitching rotation. So when you put it all together, I was a young kid joining a veteran staff of some pretty good pitchers, the best, of course, was Bob Gibson, a future Hall of Famer. Now, as a young guy coming into that team with established pitchers, and certainly Bob Gibson being there, what's something that you learned from watching or being around Bob Gibson that, you know, not necessarily did you ask him for input or did he come over and tell you something, which it could be, but what did you learn as a young pitcher from a guy like Bob Gibson? It was watching that intensity that he had. He was intense all the time. He was aware probably more than anybody 
in any given situation, whether it was in the locker room before the game, through the game, or even after the ball game, whether he pitched or not, he was aware of all that was going on. But when he was out there on the mound, you just watched and you knew you were seeing something truly special. I didn't know at that time just how special it was because I didn't really have any basis of comparison. Uh, just being uh, less than 21 and in my early years in the major leagues, but watching him, he knew what he wanted to do. He was a pitch ahead, maybe two of the batter as they went to the plate, and he loved to work fast. If you go back and take a look at some of the games that Bob pitched and could view the box scores, you'll note that most of the games he pitched, he got into the late innings if he didn't complete it. And the game times were sometimes less than two hours long. But it was that intensity, that competitive drive that was second to none. We're talking to Jerry Royce here on 101 ESPN. Jerry, you grew up here in St. Louis. And so I, I would, I'm wondering, did you watch those 1967 and 1968 Cardinals teams? I know you weren't actually on the team at that point, but were you, were you a kid growing up here in St. Louis and a, and a fan of the Cardinals while, while Bob Gibson was having so much success in 67 and then, of course, in, in the 1968 season as well? No, I was a Cardinal fan from before that. Back in the uh, mid to late 50s, when I attended my first ball game at Sportsman's Park, which at that time was known as Bush Stadium. Uh, of course, you didn't know at that time to put a number on it, but it was Bush Stadium 1. <laughs> and as time went on and they moved over to the, to the newer ballpark, I was a teenager and a bit more mobile as friends could drive. And we would come down to the ballpark after our high school game and get the tickets, a dollar ticket or $5, I can't really remember what it was, on team night and sit in the reserve seat section. Now, my favorite side to sit on was the third base side because that's where the Cardinals dugout used to be at Sportsman's Park. But I like to sit on that side. Talking to Jerry Royce here on 101 ESPN. We'll try to get him back on here. Looks like his phone dropped there for a moment, but... I, I always find it interesting, Jamie, because I, I was not born yet. You were not here in St. Louis at the time in the late 60s, early 70s, but he was somebody that grew up here in St. Louis. He went to Rittner High School right in this area. My wife so, went to Rittner. Right in the same area, and he, as he was getting ready to explain there, was a high school kid going to some of these Cardinals games as a fan and then very quickly rose through the ranks, and a year after being drafted by his hometown team in the Cardinals, he was on the big league club pitching in the same rotation as the guy that he had previously been paying $5 to go watch <laughs> at the ballpark. I just, I can't even imagine what that must have been like. I mean, I, I watch these guys from afar as I was growing up, and you certainly did with hockey as well, but it's a totally different thing to suddenly be thrown into the same rotation as that guy. We've got Jerry Royce back on the line. Jerry, we we had you drop right as you were talking about going to Bush One for the five dollar one dollar tickets. Uh, if you could continue from there, that's that's where we dropped you out on that call. Yeah, it was team night. You got the tickets for five bucks, or, or straight A students. Uh, sometimes I went that way, but at sixteen years old, a bit more mobile, uh, it would be a perfect double date to attend a Cardinals ball game and then get home after it. So for me, 
it was a dream come true, the dream that I guess thousands of kids had, uh, that is playing professional baseball for one, but also playing for the hometown Cardinals. When I got to the big leagues in 1969, in September of 69, I remember that first game sitting on that bench and then peering into the stands, and I found that same location where I used to sit just a couple of years before that. You talk about uh, a strange set of events. Uh, There I was, and it was just in a few short years. We're talking with Jerry Royce here on 101 ESPN. Jerry, when when you ended up in that same rotation as the guy that you were previously going to watch in Bob Gibson, was there anything that surprised you about what Gibson was like as a teammate? Because on the outside looking in, we know, like you said, the intense competitor that he was but once you were actually a teammate of his was there anything in particular that that stood out to you that was maybe a bit surprising that you didn't know from the outside looking in well there was a ton of things that i didn't know from the outside looking in Um, that is how he prepared himself day to day Uh, it his conditioning his getting to the ballpark early and knowing what he had to do for his next start which is usually five days later If it was late in the season and it was a key start in a pennant run, sometimes he'd pitch with three days rest. Uh, But still, he'd go about that preparation the same way. And then watching him warm up in the bullpen, he knew exactly what it took to get himself ready. And if things weren't working, uh, he had the wherewithal to go out there and still get batters out by keeping the ball in the strike strike zone and down low. Uh, years later, I had a conversation with Tom Seaver and discussed with him uh, about pitching when you didn't have your best stuff. I asked him, I said, how often is it when you go out there that you feel that you're running on all cylinders? And he said, maybe four or five times a year. Now, that shocked me. And that's the way it was, I found out later, with all pitchers. You And I said, well, what do you do then on days Uh, that you know that you're going to struggle a little bit. He says, I focus on throwing low strikes, and sooner or later something's going to come along, and I'll make a game plan as I go along. Well, that's the way Gibson was. He threw hard, always threw hard, and had an exceptional slider. Uh, Sometimes his command just wasn't as good as what he wanted early in the ballgame. And the word was around that, if you're going to get Gibby, you're going to get him early in the game or you weren't going to get him at all because once he was out there for an inning or so and, and threw all of his pitches, you know, then he was running on all cylinders. And, boy, what a job he did back in 1968. Now, I think your question before we broke up had to be about, um, about watching him pitch in 67 yeah. and 68. Well, I had signed with the Cardinals in 67, So I was playing in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Didn't get a chance to see him pitch then. And in 68, half the year, I was attending SIU in Carbondale. The other half, I was playing ball for the Cardinals in AA Little Rock, Arkansas. So those two years, I really didn't have a chance to watch. But in spring training of 1969, and then as a Cardinals rookie in 1969, I got a first-hand a glimpse of what it took on a day-to-day basis to play in the major leagues. Final question that I've got for you, Jerry, is we're talking to Jerry Royce here on 101 ESPN. When when you think of Bob Gibson, the name, the legend, the player, the person, 
What are you going to remember him for? What are you going to remember the late Bob Gibson for whenever you think of him? Well, the intensity, first of all, and what he brought to the game every time that he pitched. And then when he wasn't pitching, it's what he brought to the team. And he upped everybody else's performance because he held himself to the highest expectations. And when everybody observed what it took to be successful in Bob Gibson's life, they applied it to their own talents, and it made them a better ball player. Uh, but he was more than just that. Uh, as I got to know him in later years, and he retired, of course, I was still playing for a couple of years after that. We would meet when he was either broadcasting a ball game or had a personal appearance or an old-timers game, and we had a chance to visit just a little bit more than uh, a cursory, hi, how are you? So over the years, I got to know him just a little bit better and found out that uh, he had a tremendous sense of humor. He was very knowledgeable on a number of different subjects, and uh, he, was, uh, he was fun to be around. And when you were around him 10 or 15 minutes or maybe even a half hour, it just seemed that there wasn't enough time to really get into something that was uh, really important. So uh, the times that I spent with him, I consider a gift. And I look back on it now as, as uh, just how fortunate I was to not only play Major League Baseball, but to have a chance to play for the Cardinals. Well, Jerry, we're all going to miss him. Uh, we do appreciate you joining us today to be able to remember uh, the life and the legacy of the great Bob Gibson here on 101 ESPN. He's Jerry Royce, 22-year MLB veteran, two-time All-Star and World Series champion, a teammate of Bob Gibson's from 68 to 71, or excuse me, 69 to 71. Jerry, always appreciate the time, my friend. Thanks so much for joining us today. You bet, Brandon, Jamie, Alex, my best, and stay safe. Absolutely. Same to you. That is Jerry Royce joining us here on 101 ESPN.